Hi, and welcome to A Lot On Air. During the next 10 minutes, we'll be meeting with industry experts to discuss the hottest trends in telecom, cybersecurity, and network intelligence. Hi, I'm Barry Spielman, Product Marketing Director for Security A Lot, and I'm very happy to have with me Erez and Tevi, the CEO for A Lot. Erez, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Barry. We're going to jump right into it. How are consumers protected today? And you've said that we want to revolutionize the way we protect customers. How can you explain that? Well, today, the way consumers are protected, really, is first of all, they have to do it themselves. Each individual takes responsibility for protecting himself, his family, his home, and so on. And how do they do that? They have to go online somewhere, find an application, download it, set it up, pay for it, of course, mm -hmm. and make sure that it's doing the right stuff. Now, for most people, that is a tall task. Hmm. So more than 95% of people actually don't do anything. While we know that, that most people, and we see this in, continuously in surveys, most people are concerned with what's happening on the internet. They understand that there are threats on the internet. They understand there are phishing attempts, they're trying to steal their identity, there are ransomware attempts trying to lock their computers and so on and so forth. They're concerned, they want to protect themselves, but they don't know how. And at the end, they end up doing nothing and they're left with their concerns. What they are willing to do is they are willing to pay somebody to take care of it for them. Mm -hmm. Now, what we're doing is we're enabling uh, the broadband providers, the, uh, the communication providers who are currently providing them the broadband access, we are enabling those providers to become a secure broadband access mm -hmm. uh, company. In other words, uh, to secure the consumers from the network itself, preventing all the uh, malware, viruses, phishing attempts, and so on from even reaching the consumer device regardless of what it is, in the first place. Mm -hmm. And we enable the consumer to not have to figure out what he wants to buy, how he wants to buy it, download it, and so on, nothing. All the consumer ha has to do is agree that the service provider will provide him a protected access instead of a regular access. And that's a tremendous revolution in this space. Okay, so it seems that a lot is in an ideal position to bridge the gap, so to speak, between the consumers on the one hand that need security, they're willing to, to pay for it. On the other hand, CSPs who need looking for ways to increase their revenues uh, and brand loyalty. Why is a lot secure in such a good position to do that? Because we actually conceive this idea of really securing the, the consumer end device from the network. And by doing that, we enabled a few things. From the consumer itself, mm -hmm. himself or herself, we enable them to receive security as a service and no longer as a technology or an application or such. It's a service. I'll pro provide you security. Uh, from the operator's perspective, we're enabling them to create a, uh, a value add that they can charge more for. Most telecom operators today in the world, when I say most, I'm being kind, it's the vast majority, mm -hmm. have a huge problem. They have to continuously increase bandwidth and spend more and more money 
to just deliver connectivity, the amount of traffic that each and every one of us uses is growing all the time. Uh, there are many companies that make money off of off of the traffic that they send over these uh, connections that can be uh, Google, Facebook, uh, Netflix, all of these provide content that the operators see, don't see a dime for, but the operators have to provide and invest right. money in order to enable it to come to us. Right. Here is a functionality where the provider can make this access a secure access, charge the, the end user for it, the end user will pay the, the uh, provider for it, the provider will actually gain revenues and nobody else can do it if it's not the provider because it's the telecom provider that owns the access line and therefore it's the telecom provider is the only one who can really secure that access line because the, the telecom provider is the one that owns the asset and this in that sense is very revolutionary in my mind. Okay, but is the market ready for it? I mean. Traditionally, um, CSPs haven't been very successful with value-added services. Uh, you're absolutely right. They have not. And uh, many operators have uh, scars on their backs, if you like, Carry for trying, yes, for, for trying to uh, sell all kinds of things. And you see what carriers are doing today. They're trying to provide more value. So they are bundling uh, their, their broadband uh, access with, uh, I don't know, with Major League Football or with Disney or with, with some other content or stuff like that to try and increase the value that they're presenting. But really, if I'm a consumer, I can buy a subscription to Major League Football from my telecom provider or from Major League Football Association yeah. <laughs> or from... Game Pass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or I can buy directly from Netflix. I don't have to go through my telecom provider for it. Uh, and yet they're trying to bundle it. Now, uh, as, although they have, not been, they have not been successful with uh, value-added services in the past, and it's still a challenge for many of them, uh, what we've seen over the last few years is that they have come to understand, many operators have come to understand, that here is a unique uh, proposition. Because of the fact that, it is, that this is a value-added service that has, number one, a tremendous demand from the end users. End users understand that there's th there are threats on the internet, they are concerned by them, and they are willing to, to pay somebody to take care of mm -hmm. it. And number two, they, the broadband providers, own the asset itself of the access, therefore they are in a unique position to provide that security service to uh, the end users. Nobody else can do that. Now, it's, uh, it's taken a while to get to that point, but I can tell you that three years ago, many operators that we talked to would say, so we would present the concept, it was an mm, you know, interesting idea, we'll look into it. They were polite about it. A mm -hmm. few actually did, took more interest, but most of them were not that interested. Um, over, what we've seen over the past, definitely past year, tremendous amount of operators understand that this is something they've got to do. They see that operators that have tried this before, that have, that have launched this type of service uh, recently or in the last few years, are being very successful with it. That's true for Vodafone, that's true for other operators. They're getting very high penetration rates. They are getting significant revenues uh, that, that come into them. They are getting significant customer satisfaction and more and more operators understand that this 
is a natural evolution. This is something that they must do. So yes, I think today, as opposed to three, four years ago, the market is definitely ready for it. Okay, great. Now, this sounds like a win-win situation. Would you agree there's a huge opportunity here, both for the CSPs and for Alup? Yes, I think it's a, I think it's a huge op opportunity. Look at the numbers. I mean, uh, think of a, uh, think first of all of any operator. If an operator can charge five or seven percent extra beyond the access charges, say the operator is charging, I know, thirty dollars a month, uh, they can charge an additional one and a half or two dollars a month from a from a customer just for securing the uh, the line. Mm -hmm. And we know that operate that uh, the number of customers that will buy it. Is significant. We we have we know of operators today that are successful in this and are getting 30% of their customer base, 40%, even 50% of their customer base buying this service. This is totally unprecedented numbers in the whole area of value-added service for operators. So with such a significant raise in ARPU levels, five seven percent, plus penetration of 30, 40, 50%. Yes, it's huge for any operator. If you look at even just the, uh, the, 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 sh the vast number of dollars involved, uh, then you would see you know, any operator that does this can probably, can probably increase their revenues by a few percent, which is very significant. And the market itself, if you look at you know, in the OECD, access uh, charges are roughly $600 billion a year. They can increase that by a few percent. You can immediately do the math and see that we, as a technology provider to those operators, are accessing a market with a potential of several billion dollars easily. So let's shift a second. There's a lot of cybersecurity companies out there in the market. How does Alup compete with them? Most cybersecurity companies out there, uh, the vast majority of them, are focusing on the enterprise market, not on the consumer. Uh, they are trying to find better ways, stronger ways to, uh, to secure, safeguard banks, uh, large retailers, uh, insurance companies, etc., etc. Uh, and those are, those are the customers that they're looking at and the means that they are trying to employ are, uh, are looking at what uh, the threats and problems with these kinds of customers. Now, that means a few things. It means that they are looking typically at customers who are really targeted uh, as targeted by, uh, by cyber criminals for attacks. Somebody wants to steal the database of the bank, mm -hmm. the names or passwords of its customers, etc., etc. And there's uh, significant money, unfortunately, in this, in this type of crime. So, so criminals are willing to spend significant efforts to go about that. And cyber security companies are spending a lot of efforts uh, to defend. Right. We are looking at it very, very differently. We are trying to protect the consumer, the family, the very small business, you know, the, uh, uh, the small pizza store, the, co the neighborhood coffee shop, uh, a small uh, lawyer's office with, a, with, a, with a, you know, maybe a dozen people. Those, those are the people we're trying to protect. They are not subject to targeted attacks. Mm -hmm. They are subject to mass attacks that work on a percentage basis. Right. Let's throw out, you know, 
a million, uh, a million phishing messages and see who, who, who bites. Who falls in. Yeah. Who falls in. Um, so we're looking at different type of attacks. Second thing is we are looking at totally different, uh, a totally different bandwidth. A, a bank, as big as it is, has a fraction of the bandwidth that a telecom operator sees. So we, we need to provide a solution that could look at the traffic of many millions of peoples and businesses. That's a totally different scale. We need a solution that scales to a massive, uh, to a massive number. Um, third, we're not working in some public Amazon cloud or so on. All the traffic of a telecom operator needs to pass through our systems for right. us to be effective. So we need to sit in the private cloud of a telecom operator and we need to know how to interface with their, uh, with their billing system, with their operational system, uh, et cetera, et cetera. We need to know how to do that without causing additional delay because people are using the system for, to access the internet. All that makes our technology unique, our approach to the problem unique, and therefore our solution unique. And we honestly, we see very, very few uh, cyber, traditional cybersecurity companies try and compete with us in this space. Got it. Okay, let's shift a little bit and talk about 5G. And now 5G is certainly a contributing factor to the accelerating need for cybersecurity, okay? Uh, I'd like to ask you how this affects the Alot solution in general and Alot Secure specifically. 5G is the new kid on the block, in telecom at least. Uh, and what 5G does is it brings several, uh, several innovations or changes versus 4G. Number one, significantly higher bandwidth. Uh, simply higher speeds, faster downloads, much, much higher bandwidth. Second, it's a distributed core. Uh, what does that mean? It means that in 4G networks, uh, all the traffic from consumers, businesses would all come to a centralized location and that's where, it would, uh, that's where it would interface into the internet. In 5G, that's not the case. It goes to many, many locations and it, and it connects to the internet in many places. Uh, with those two things, 5G is really significantly more vulnerable to attacks and it uh, and it makes it makes life easier for cyber criminals to enter 5G networks and use use them to attack. Now, not only that, to augment all of that in 5G, the uh, uh, the dream, if you like, uh, is to have a gazillion IoT devices connected mm -hmm. on 5G networks. The vast majority of these IoT devices are not protected well, right. and they're very easy to be exploited as bots by, uh, by cyber, cyber criminals. So all this is, from a cybersecurity perspective, it means that 5G is a much more dangerous and hazardous environment. Now, as people will use 5G and, uh, and they will, they will uh, try and get the benefits of this, of this new technology, they will also suffer the consequences of having it as a, as a significantly less safe environment unless the operator spends the time, effort, and energy to protect them from it. So the way we look at it in a lot, and the way we see operators launching 5G networks look at it, it's, it's ever more important and urgent to protect consumers on 5G networks than it even was on 4G. So the way I look at it, it's a catalyst for everything that we've discussed so far.
everything if uh, if the operator had an opportunity to provide security on a 4G network to, uh, to protect the customers, to uh, provide value, to generate new revenues. In 5G, they almost, in my opinion, have no choice. So would I be right in concluding that you're pretty optimistic about Allot's future? I'm extremely optimistic about Allot's future. About Allot, and I think that, you know, uh, a few years from now, I think that we won't be able to, uh, to look back and even consider how it was that that telecom operators didn't secure all, uh, all the access lines from the network and just left it all up to us to do it individually. Mm. It will be considered incorrect, I'll put it mildly. And everybody will be doing this. Yeah, well, you certainly have me excited. Erez Tebi, CEO at Alot, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Barry. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. You can get more information about network intelligence and security solutions for service providers and enterprises on our website at alot.com. Subscribe to this podcast to make sure you hear about new trends and technologies on the next episode of A Lot On Air.